Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is where we'll start tonight. We have a lot of big things to get to with day two of the national anthem controversy rearing its head. It was a day ago we find out the Eagles' invitation to the White House to visit, as all teams that win professional sports championships get to go, uh, was canceled because... The White House found out the Eagles weren't going to be coming with a full contingent of players, so the White House said it's been rescinded. Eagles players last night got very upset, very upset. They were portrayed as kneeling during the season when they weren't, as President Trump tweeted out last night. Any team that prefers kneeling to uh, standing for the National Anthem has no place in this country and all the stuff that he has said forever. Some pretty bad uh, production work and editor work in terms Mm -hmm. of pulling photos uh, for different news well, Fox, Fox News had to apologize. Say it, we, we're Fox, we Fox News had to apologize well, because they put wrong photos out. And other, yep. other news sources also did it. Fox News was the one that was the most most widely cited, but many others did the same because it became a, a quick click-through 
kind of moment. Hey, Slappy the intern, get me some eagles kneeling. Um, right away, Mr. Stark, I really <laughs> like this internship at Stark Industries. And then that's how it happens. So that was last night. Now today, and Spider-Man wasn't involved, though, by the way. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Yeah, by the way, with Spider-Man the, not just, involved. Just quickly, to, to go back to that decision to cancel, I think the, the more powerful message would have been to have however many were going to show up, right? There's confirmed Nick Foles. Was Nick it? Foles would have been there. However many others, right? The, the rumor was somewhere between 8 and 10 mm-hmm. players. Wouldn't it have been a bigger statement to have those 8 to 10 guys show up from a political standpoint, like, look, it's something that obviously it's going to keep going back, and we're going to have no, because because that would because that wouldn't no no that no, because, visual would embarrass President Trump. No no no, Here's be, four people no, no, out of fifty. No no no, no 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 no. But that but that's where you open the door to look how divided they are. These are good these uh, are good Americans standing I, up. And, yeah, but that you're only and, having and in four. The locker room. If you had half the team, I would say okay, but you have four. I still think it just opens the door to, to the divisiveness I, uh, of the issue and how fractured the teams are, and you already know the owners have their issues, that this would have been an opportunity to really extol extol the virtues and really make, make the point of the, the victory of look at how few, instead of disinviting and having the firestorm out of that. So today... We have LeBron and Steph Curry weigh in on invitations to the White House. We'll hear from them coming up in a few minutes. But today the debate raged a little bit further. When during today's White House press conference, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was talking, doing her normal press briefing, when a reporter asked her and said, hey, does the president know that the anthem protests are not anti-military? Because that's what Trump says in all of his uh, tweets, oh, that it, you're insulting the military by not standing for the national anthem. And the reporter wanted Sarah Huckabee Sanders to know, hey, this is not about that. This is about black people being killed by police officers. And here's the exchange that has since gone viral. The president, has his position hasn't changed on this throughout the process. And the president's position uh, was very clearly stated in a number of forums and venues. Uh, and the Eagles made the commitment to come and to be part of that event well after the president had established his feelings. So she goes on to blow off the question and not really give an answer. This is what we told you a week and a half ago. When the NFL owner said, everybody's got to stand for the anthem and you can go to the locker room if you want to, we said this was the worst move you could make. As we found out from Jerry Jones a few days ago in testifying in the Colin Kaepernick lawsuit, that Trump said, hey, you got to do this for me. This lifts me. The worst thing the NFL could do was to make a stance and do this because this is political. Sarah Huckabee Sanders insults the Eagles and says, oh, they made it political. Trust me, no matter what, everything the government does is political. Politics cut to the core of every decision that is made. Trump wanted to play politics. This plays well to his base. It does. It's an issue that people, it cuts through the clutter for a lot of people. They may not get all into schools or the economy or anything else and trade and free trade, whatever it was, NAFTA and all, all this, all the kind of the summit with Kim Jong-un and now Dennis Rodman, you know, but standing for the national anthem is something many people have a very strong opinion about and part and his base likes the fact that he wants to make the players stand for the anthem. You know, forget about, let's not have a freedom conversation because everybody, you, you, listen, no one's going to convince anybody to change sides on this. Either you believe what the president's doing is wrong and it's really the opposite of freedom or you believe, A, 
If other sports have the right to make people stand for the national anthem, certainly the NFL could do it because the NBA does it. But this is politics. And we told you, the NFL is not going to get out from under this because this is a victory for him. And he says this lifts me. He's not going to hit a, what is what he sees as a political win and then just let it go and move on to something else. He's going to continue to use this. The NFL was stupid if they thought, hey, we want to get rid of this. We don't want to get to week one of the NFL season, have President Trump tweeting, oh, here's more people who are kneeling. These blankety-blanks shouldn't be allowed in the country anymore. And then suddenly the controversy is raised again. He was never going to do that. He's going to keep it alive because he got the NFL owners to crack. He got them to do what he wanted them to do, which is make a decision about the NFL. And what did he even say in one of his tweets today? Staying inside the locker room is the same as kneeling. So any players who want to stay inside, and believe me, there are going to be players who stay inside, that's going to be brought up at the beginning of the season. The NFL should have just said, stay out of our business, let us do our thing, we're a private entity and corporation, and you worry about running the country. We told you this was going to continue on, look where we are. The NFL thought, all right, it's over. A week and a half ago, it's over. And now here we are, and still, it's never going anywhere. This movement's going to continue. This is going to still be a story because now the players are going to be pissed. They're already pissed that they're told, okay, now you got to stand or go in the tunnel. And now here's the president that's still mad saying players shouldn't be in the country. This is still going to happen. The NFL completely blew this, and we told you a month ago. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The response to the Eagles being disinvited from the White House after President Trump tweeted out, hey, the Eagles don't want to come as a whole team. That would disappoint their fans, and so they are disinvited. Today, LeBron James and Steph Curry taking an off day before Game 3 of the NBA Finals weighed in on what they would like to happen, whoever wins the NBA Finals. Because, look, one of these teams is going to win, and one of them may get invited to the White House. Here's LeBron James on what would happen if that was the case. It's typical of him. I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, I mean, I know no matter who wins this series, no, one's, no one wants to invite anybody. So it won't be Golden State or Cleveland going. It's a, it's a lot of things that we believe in as Americans that uh, we don't feel that he's for. So there's LeBron standing up for both the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Look, look, nobody's going. Okay, no, that's you know what LeBron is. LeBron is at at Thanksgiving when you walk into a room and everybody is done eating and you sit there and like, there's a bunch of people talking and you go, "Hey, is there? Are we gonna have dessert yet?" And then like your aunt goes, "Nobody wants dessert." Like I'm speaking for the entire room, well, half the but she doesn't want to go get it. Well, or but everybody's gluttonized. Nobody and wants passing dessert. out in their seat or in the easy chair. Or in front of the television, what we always called a nap catastrophe. Nobody wants to watch that TV show. Like no, but maybe some. No, no. But I'm going to stand up, and nobody wants that. (laughs) But here's Steph Curry now. When he was asked, of course, said this. I agree with Bron. Pretty sure the way we handled things last year kind of stayed consistent with that. But at the end of the day, every team has an opportunity to make a decision for themselves. I think that's powerful. You know, being in, in this situation. So both of them kind of agree, even if we get invited, we're not going. We don't want an invitation from the White House. This is going to be a different conversation than you think for the next few minutes. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. I'm Jason. He is Mike. Happy birthday to your dad, oh, by Thanks, the way. Thanks, Everybody who has an opinion on anything that goes on in the world says sports and politics don't mix. Stick to sports. Right? No one tells politicians stick to politics. To stick to politics. We should have done that, but we don't. It's hard for me to say. That was but good. everybody says stick to sports. I don't want to hear politics stick to sports. I get that, but 
the world we live in now, we're never coming together. Democrats, Republicans are never coming together. If a Democrat is in power, Republicans are going to be very, are very, very upset and want to try to tear the establishment down. The same thing, Republicans are in power. Democrats want to try to tear that down. The independents want to move in. Green Party, we want to do things a different way. We are never going to come together. It's just not happening. You can't go forward when going forward in life is going forward in politics. Politics is something that affects every core of our life. Are every day. What can you talk to your best friend about always? Sometimes you can talk about a game. Sometimes you can talk about a TV show. But you can always talk about politics. You can always talk about what happened here. Trump not knowing the words of God bless America. Whatever it is, politics is a, is a big melting pot where we can all have part of the conversation. Sometimes you agree and sometimes you disagree. The world is moving towards that, not away from it. And this, the tide stemming, even you know, our, our managers talk to us about the dangers of politics and sports, and, and, and I understand it, but we're moving forward where more and more people are mixing the two. Athletes are mixing them, and athletes are going to continue to mix politics and sports. Believe me, in three years, sports and politics will be intertwined. There will be shows on TV and radio shows that are a combination of sports and politics, that no one is afraid to tell you of their views of what they think, how great they think this candidate or president is, how bad they think this candidate or president is, because that's the way the world is going. An event, you're not going to be able to stop it. And shows are going to still be popular. I understand the philosophy of, well, if you say you like one guy over another, then maybe you lose listeners. No, no one else is worried about that. I mean, no other, no TV shows are going, hey, you know, look at, the, look at the only TV shows that are up. The news shows, right? Fox News is up. MSNBC is up. Well, all the news shows that cover politics are up. Why? Because everybody is interested. It doesn't matter. It's not like, boy, hey, we're taking the side of President Trump, so we're losing all these viewers. No, it's not like we're taking the side of anti-Trump. Or, no, everybody, that's who's gaining viewers. Everything else is losing viewers. So eventually, it's, it's gonna, we'll look back in three or four years at the time right now, this moment in time, this last few months, with what's gone on in sports since the election with the NFL anthem kneeling controversy. And we're going to say that was the moment where really the dam broke. And we now move forward towards, and, and we're at the point now where sports and politics are just part of every single day conversation. Well, and obviously today on, on election day, so folks with the opportunity to go make their voices heard at the polls, you know, it just gets into the, the question of nuance and, and more nuanced discussions. One of the things I think we've always prided ourselves on in, in doing our work here is trying to give it a, a little more of a broader brush and to, to get a little deeper in, into the, the political sphere, if we're going to go down that road at all, a, instead of just uttering something inflammatory, which is the easy way to go. And it just becomes a question going forward of do people want to go nuanced and have those discussions? Do they want to stay in the surface level and live up there? Or do they want to disengage from it? And the ratings would indicate folks, at least for the moment, are trying to get themselves a little bit more informed or to get some context to whatever the eight-second clip that showed up on their Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feed was all about. So if that trend continues and people remain engaged, then perhaps some of these difficult conversations are actually going to be had instead of staying in this current focus where it's just a, a spin cycle that just keeps going round and round. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. This whole anthem controversy today, and the last two days where President Trump disinvited the Philadelphia Eagles 
from the White House because they were bringing a smaller contingent because many people disagree with the president's policy of, of getting involved with the NFL and making players stand for the national anthem. Let's not dismiss the fact that there may have been a number of players that just weren't going to come because they wanted right. no, There's part, always, no yeah. part of it There's always in be general. Right? 15 or 20% of people who don't surgery, come. Yeah. Recovering from whatever. Buying Apple watches, you know, just, you know. Working out I, I in TB12 gear. you'd obviously go to that that <laughs> length because it's low-hanging fruit for you and something you can circle back to TB12, every two weeks, yo. too. TB12. But the idea being that you have a number of guys that they just don't want to be thrust into any of that type of atmosphere. Yeah. And They're finishing people... their vacations. There are like a million yeah. possible reasons. But because it's in this political time, this political climate, that it gets magnified to a whole other level when they legitimately just wanted to be on a boat somewhere. Yeah, and there's and there's people who I'm sure would have normally gone, but were like, boy, this is weird. Some of my teammates exactly. feel this way, so I'm not going. But this entire situation, Colin Kaepernick was the leader of this. This is why we overestimate Colin Kaepernick and his importance in this topic. He started the movement of kneeling for the national anthem. And he started it under dubious circumstances. Remember, he was wearing socks with police de- uh, portrayed as pigs. Uh, you know, this didn't start with a great, hey, I'm, I'm pushing for change. It all started with, with that movement. But then kneeling and moving towards, hey, we really want to bring attention to black men who are being killed by police officers, it turned into a very important movement. And then... Through this entire time, I always felt Kaepernick was someone who got swept up along in this and became the focal point for it. You know, his girlfriend's very big in Black Lives Matter, and he was never really political up until he started taking a knee for the national anthem. And then it kind of snowballed and became a bigger topic than anyone could have ever seen it was. He's at the top of this. He had a chance to break out, really make a difference. This is his legacy. It's a huge legacy. And what does he do? He disappears. He disappears from public view. We don't hear anything from him. We don't hear anything as he's trying to get back in the NFL. We don't get anything. The only thing we got was when the Ravens were trying to sign him, and then they decided not to. His girlfriend tweeted out a picture of Steve Bishotti with Ray Lewis juxtaposed with Sam Jackson and Leonardo DiCaprio from Django Unchained because Leo was a slave owner. That's what we got, and that is when I said, can you really blame teams for not signing Colin Kaepernick? They don't know who they're getting. They don't know this guy. The Castro t-shirt that he decided to wear, they don't know this guy. Is he going to come in and he's going to play and play well, or is he going to be someone who i got to worry about what t-shirt or what he tweets out on social media? He was his own worst enemy. He never made it easier for himself by having a press conference, doing an interview. And people on on, on social media who follow a portfolio, NFL, oh, I know talking to people, talk to people, Colin Kaepernick wants to play. Well, you know what? He could call up the NFL Network and say, hey, I want to talk to somebody. They'd have a guy there. Steve Weiss would be there with a with a microphone in his hand in a second, ready for an interview. But he never spoke. We don't know what the guy really wants. And now, look at this. Look how this has come up. The president is involved of this kneeling situation. And where is Colin Kaepernick? Nowhere. Has he weighed in? He is not. Has he done an interview? Has he said anything? This is his movement. And you say he's a leader? He should be the guy out front saying, okay, you want to get into this now, President Trump? Let's get into it. Because Kaepernick has a big following. Has a lot of people that would say, whatever you want, I am behind you. But he has not been around. 
And this is, I'm sorry, this is where leaders have to step up. This is where I need to hear from Colin Kaepernick to say, hey, where are you on this, man? You just, you, 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 st- you, you came up and started this, and now NFL players are on, on, are on their are backsliding because they're being told you can't kneel for the anthem. Now you can only be in the locker room. Now the president's saying you should be out of the country. And where is Colin Kaepernick? Where is he on this? That's why when you look at him and think about this movement, he's not what you thought he was because a guy who would lead this movement would be there doing something and he should be doing something. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Adrian Wojnarowski dropped a Woj bomb earlier today saying that LeBron James and Paul George will need to have a discussion about teaming up with the Lakers this summer. Now, I had a, Rob Lopez of Death Pen Sports is the guy that first had this and then Woj uh, kind of confirmed. Like, you know, ESPN likes that. We have confirmed the earlier report of of this. Oh, because nobody else can have sources except for us. We've confirmed that. Like, we, it's not real until we confirm it. But Woj says... LeBron and Paul George are going to need to have a discussion about teaming up with the Lakers this summer. Already in Vegas, things have been affected. The odds of the Lakers winning the title have dropped down to like 20 to 1 right now. They were like 100 to 1, and now they're down to 20 to 1 after news of this conversation has gotten out. So let's have this let's have this conversation about what is next for LeBron James because here's where he sits at this moment in time. Early in the playoffs, we told you If the Cavaliers lose, LeBron James wins. Because if they lose in the first or second round, he could say, see, we don't have enough to compete. I have to go someplace else. But now you get back to the finals, and it's, man, we still got back to the finals. Even though the Celtics are getting better and they're rising, and look, they're going to get Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward back next season. Who knows what we're going to do, but we know they're getting those guys back. The Sixers are getting better, and who knows how good the Bucks are going to be if Greek Freak's going to take that next step. They just got a $200 million contract out of Fox Sports yeah. for television rights over the next seven years. That's a big deal. That's that's one max player. Well, that's now the please Giannis don't leave. That's Or that's Porzingis to come to Milwaukee. So is he going to be right? Did he certainly. rebuild him bigger, faster, stronger? Chris Paul's not going. It's not enough money for him. We'll get to Chris Paul later on this hour. But... Now, LeBron is at the point where he's like, okay, well, still the path of least resistance is through the the East, but he's still getting to the finals, and I'm facing a team in the West that's going to beat me. I'm facing a team in the West that I really don't have a plan for because the Warriors have four All-Stars. I'm not getting any other All-Stars coming to Cleveland. That's not happening. They're not coming, and a lot of it he's got to own because his refusal to sign a long-term deal to say I'm staying for three or four years Who's going to go to Cleveland when they think in a year he could bolt? If you want to handicap what the absolute possibilities are for LeBron right now, they're staying in Cleveland, there's the Lakers, there's the 76ers, and the Rockets. He's not going to go to Philadelphia. That, that, that just You have two rising players there. That just doesn't feel like he's going someplace different, someplace where I'm going to enjoy moving from Cleveland to the, quote, limelight of Philadelphia. That, that's, that's not a destination for him. Is Houston a destination? If there was more than one basketball, but you know what? James Harden needs it. So does LeBron James, and so does Chris Paul, who now wants $40 million a year again. We'll get to Chris Paul later on. I don't know that that works because there is only that one ball, and LeBron needs it. Certainly, James Harden can give up some of the ball handling responsibilities, 
Could LeBron find a way to make it work? Yeah, but that's kind of an odd fit. But certainly, you put LeBron and James Harden on the same team, and suddenly things get a little bit more, well, maybe now things can work. Okay, we're going up and down the floor in D'Antoni's system. But the Lakers has always been the choice. Magic Johnson has been flirting with him forever. It is Los Angeles. If he's going to go somewhere, he's going to go somewhere bigger than Cleveland. Is Houston bigger than Cleveland? It's not. It's in Los Angeles and New York are two places that are itches that LeBron James is dying to scratch. He's not going to go to New York because they're going to suck for years. So the Lakers are the only real place, but there are big obstacles. Is he going to go there and be part of the sideshow with LeVar Ball? That's a big deal. Are the Lakers going to be able to be competitive enough to win? Because as you saw with all these nice little pieces the Lakers have, they're still not a playoff team. Yeah, but they got a first-round pick They've back in that Jordan Clarkson trade when they fleeced the, fleeced the Cavaliers there. That was part of the master stroke by LeBron James. Look, we got number one pick back there. If LeBron goes there, certainly the team is much better because what the Lakers have are better than the supporting pieces that the Cavaliers have. So clearly, the Lakers will be a better team. You're talking about Brandon Ingram now becoming what he should be, and that's a true complimentary player because he's not somebody that you can say, you're our franchise guy. Lonzo Ball's complimentary if he winds up staying. Julius Randle, depending on what happens with him, you have some nice pieces, but still, you are trying to get through the Rockets and the Warriors. And I know it's only a couple of years because, look, the, the Warriors dynasty, we've talked about it. It's on the downside of their dynasty now. They're coming down the other side of the mountain. You're wondering if the Rockets are really going to continue to be that great team. But you're talking about LeBron with like two more years of prime LeBronness left until he's got to start slowing down. Is the Lakers the place for him to go where I can go there and win titles? He wants to go someplace where he's going to go win a title. You know, his streak of getting to the finals is great. And if it turns out that's that's his legacy, well, that's a pretty good one because then he's going to wind up being the all-time scorer in the NBA, all of these things. He's got all of that. But if he wants to go someplace right now and win, none of these places are places where, where that are real possibilities for him to go. None of these places are made for him to win next season. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. The story of the day in the National Football League, the fallout from President Trump uninviting the Philadelphia Eagles to the White House. I guess you need to hear Alanis Morissette uninvited coming up later on. And the fallout since... Sarah Huckabee Sanders at a press conference today, got into a back and forth with a reporter who asked if President Trump even knew what the national anthem, what players were kneeling for. Trump tweeted out there, players who don't want to stand for the anthem are against the military. Players said that's not us. Fox News had to put out an apology after they showed Eagles players kneeling, but those were players in prayer. No players kneeled at all during the season. Kneeled or knelt? Kneeled. You can say both, kneeled or knelt. Kneeled doesn't sound right. Kneeled. If it's I say the ear wrong. Kneeled, like kneeled and TJ Neal Diamond wants to, that's where I would say kneeled. Kneeled or knelt. Okay. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, Sirius XM NFL radio host and insider, friend of the show, Alex Marvez AM. What's happening, buddy? I should sing Sweet Caroline after that, right? There you, you go. should be. Or you come in with a bop, bop, bop. Do the sped-up version when Elvis used to do it on stage. <laughs> Half that's, the time. That's really funny. Neil, Nelt, it doesn't matter. You know, the, the crazy thing about this, guys, and I just tweeted about it to, to promote uh, you know, my appearance here. You know, this, this could have been a non-story if the Eagles just said they weren't going to the White House. Why did they even agree to this visit in the first place? And, and I say that... 
did they have players who agreed initially, yes, I'm going to go, and then backed out over for some reason at the last minute? Or did they just arbitrarily, because the NFL wanted them to go, because they didn't want to make President Trump look bad, they've already upset him enough, was there pressure on Jeffrey Lurie to just say, yeah, we're going to go, but nobody took the pulse of the players? I mean, when you see that only one guy was going to be there, Nick Foles, that, that's it. Out of all the players there, only one was showing up. I mean, the same number of mascots were showing up as players. And that's, that's something that, that puts the president in a terrible position. But why even accept this invitation in the first place? You're, you're the team now. You've become the San Francisco 49ers of 2016. You are now the team that carries a social activism mantle, right? Why would you go see a president, give him an open mic, when he obviously is against the way that your team is handling Anthem Protocol. Why even put yourself in this position? So, I mean, honestly, if, if Trump was going to look bad, I don't blame him, not only for canceling. I mean, he, you know, he actually, when you look back in retrospect, who could blame him? If you were going to try to be made to be embarrassed, if this was something where the Eagles did a stunt. I mean, guys, you know how much planning goes into a White House visit, right? They have to get security clearances. They have to do a lot of things to get people inside the White House. I mean, I'm not talking about that subpoena for the guy who's on attempted murder charges today, but I mean, like, for, like, visits and things like that. I, I mean, this was something, if, if indeed the reports are true, that this is something where late last week they said, well, can we reschedule, whatever. What are you doing here? What, how do you not understand the sensitivity of Donald Trump in the NFL? What a mess by the Eagles. Well, but if Donald Trump had just said, hey, keep it going, and Nick Foles showed up, he could have gone with the whole platform of, we got the MVP, we don't need the rest of these guys. <laughs> Well, but he didn't want to make him look good. That's the whole no, thing. Right. Why even? Yeah. What, what was there going to be positive to come from Donald Trump talking about this team? I mean, was he Which going to he Chris Long giving minutes, up his? Right? I mean, was he going to talk about Chris Long giving up his salary for a season? Right. Was he going to laud Malcolm Jenkins for all the things that he's done as far as that goes? You know, off the field. What was he going to say about the Eagles? I think about it. I mean, it's just it's just so silly that the team would even put themselves in position that they have to you know to be in the spotlight, and it ends up hurting them. It ends up hurting the NFL. I think, Alex. So many things you would think what we do for a living, you and I, spending all this time investigating things, talking about it, figuring out our opinions, you know, listening to what people say, but the amount of things that we talk about that simply fall into the category of it just wasn't well thought out. I think is is immense. Like, was this thought out well by President Trump? No, it wasn't. Was this thought out well by the Eagles? No, it wasn't. So it's like, how, how could something like this not get thought out well? Because really, that's what it boils down to for me is that we're here because of that. Really, we're here because of this now because of the president's whims and his beliefs on this topic and the Eagles not getting their acts together. Right, and you know what? I, I'm not joking when I say this. Uh, I think the the NFL maybe they should hire an anthem czar. I mean, seriously. Ooh, Mike so Fratello the, could do that. You know what? That's not bad. Not bad. Not, not a Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. I don't know if he'd be a popular choice mm. uh, if he were chosen for it. I kid, I kid. But the point is someone that, you know, do you have a point person in the NFL that thinks things through about, you know, national anthem protocol? I mean, how do you, how do you pass, a, you know, a rule which isn't even on paper yet so the NFLPA can't even grieve? You know, how do you pass a rule that upsets everybody? 
I mean, that's the one thing. They, they got unity. The NFL did. Congratulations. Everyone hates your anthem protocol. And now Donald Trump, you know, CNN reports that he's going to be using it as a platform throughout the season. Anytime a guy stays in the locker room during the anthem, it's inevitably going to get pointed out. You know, those SOBs should get fired, as you know, from his famous tirade back, you know, in 2017. So what progress has the NFL really made on this? Oh, and by the way, still throwing $90 million in money towards social activism that hasn't appeased the players, that hasn't generated any goodwill uh, among, you know, in the media, among, you know, the Trump camp, etc. I mean, the whole, the whole thing is just insane when you take a step back at it and look at it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You remember the story of former MLB outfielder Lenny Dykstra about a week or so ago who was arrested in Linden, New Jersey last week after he got in an Uber, wanted to change his destination. The Uber driver said, you can't. Lenny got really mad, pulled out a bag, put it to the back of the Uber driver's head before yelling, I'll blank and shoot you. The Uber driver stopped the car, ran out. Lenny Dykstra was found with possession of cocaine, MDMA, and a disorderly person's charge for possession of marijuana and other drug paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. So he had a bunch of stuff on him yeah. when he was arrested. But here is the police report as to what exactly transpired with more detail with Dykstra and the Uber driver. Everything we want to know. Everything I've said is abs- absolutely true and the same, except for this part. Police have now said that after Dykstra wanted to change his destination... He had to change location from his phone. He didn't want to do it. The guy said, I can't do it unless you change it. Dykstra then placed a black pill bag with an object the driver believed to be a gun to his head and stated, Say it. Take me to Staten Island or I'll blow your bleeping head off. Staten Island where I grew up and spent the majority of my life. Take me to Staten Island. Poop fest. And hey. it well, pretty No, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, you know... All right. At least um, this particular instance. It's the closest thing to Jersey. He smirched <laughs> the name. Take me to Staten Island or I'll blow your bleeping head off. You wanted to get on the ferry? Growing up in Staten first, Island. First thing in the morning? Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's money to go to New York, but it's free to come back. Here's the thing about Staten Island. Growing up there, my, my whole life I lived there. Uh, I, we're not on a Staten Island. I couldn't wait to get out. I had to leave. I just had to leave. I had to leave. I don't know what was awaiting Lenny Dykstra other than a place where he could offload what he had in his in his arms. I don't know anybody who has ever said that in their life. Take me to Staten Island or I'll blow your bleeping head off. I feel like there's a t-shirt line to be launched. Oh, I gotta, I gotta get that. Somebody you gotta make that. I gotta get that. Take me to Staten Island or blow your bleeping head off. Yeah, that's something a sanitation oh, yeah, yeah. driver would say. Uh that's about it. Uh you, there's a lot of there's a lot of sanitation landfills on Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. Highest point in the East Coast is on Staten Island. Would we find other guys who'd met the wrong end of Lenny Dykstra's rage? I, I think you'll find a lot of guys in various places of Staten Island. Hey, not all this. not all necessarily related to Lenny Dykstra. No, not but all, certainly similar instances. Not all necessarily above ground. I, you know, a lot of them would be. You know, well, that's why we we got landfills. Well, but it's in the landfill. We got so. landfills. No one's ever said that. I mean, I'm trying to think of outside of doing whatever he was going to do. I mean, what really is? I have to get to Staten Island. I mean, anything you want to get on Staten Island is going to be there. I mean, it's not like, you know, you have to, all right, I got to get to Staten Island because they have 
you know, this unicorn ride that I got to get on. No, no, they don't have. They don't have that. Maybe he had a meeting. No. Maybe he was going to I IHOB. Uh, they have a bunch of IHOPs. No, it's not going to be a P anymore. It's going to be a B. IHOB. Oh, IHOB. We don't know what the B's for. International House of Binghamton. Maybe he was late on rent. I just got robbed by my landlord, Marvin. Marvin, why you stole my hat? That could take you down a bad path. Marvin, that P on it, that's for you, baby. That's a, that could be Staten Island. I mean, it was Philadelphia, but it could be Staten Island. What if, that could be. Lenny Dykstra and Marvin Harrison team up. I mean, well, he could How be about on that? that show. There's, there's that reality. Wow, now that's a buddy cop show. That's what Lenny I'm and, thinking. Lenny and Marvin. Lenny and Marvin. That's the show. That's the show. The Lenny's doing running his act. Oh, Marvin's the landlord. You know, we got all. Oh <laughs> wow, you're a Harmon. You're a genius. That's a show. And they're both well. They've got the Staten Island reality show. It's got to be something else. But you're a genius. I think we're just getting warmed up. Oh, we're going to be millionaires. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 